0: Hello, everyone, and welcome into a special edition of Debate Night. We're joined by Trevor special. here, Brody remotely, Silas is behind the camera, uh, ready to pop into some of these hot takes. Um, should be a pretty good show. We've got a little bit to talk about. I know Brody put out on Twitter to get some topics that I'm sure are always fun, um, but Brody, you were just traveling a lot last week, last week's episode. I think, were you in the Dominican Republic last week Yeah. Was episode? Yeah, yeah. The... How did the live stream end up going? It was... I was asleep by the time you started. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think I think people enjoyed it for the most part those that were able to tune in um, hopefully what's the situation with the Apple podcast
0: uh, so potentially get potentially on today what happened yeah yeah, okay. yeah. I, it's on my computer oh, okay so you pe- you, it just when I went I hit download and it took like three hours and during that three hours it was like oh I have three hours till it downloads I should go I forget what I went and did okay left did something. Completely forgot I had hit download, so when I came back, I just didn't upload. Well, people to, people
1: will be uh, able to double up and, and listen to both of them, I guess, today. But yeah, no, I think I think it went fairly well. It was kind of a obviously a little bit of a difficult situation because the way the internet worked at the hotel is you could only have two devices at once to get on the internet. So my cell phone was on the internet. Kelsey's cell phone was on the internet but then we couldn't get my iPad on the internet. So there was a big debacle mm-hmm. of when we started the live stream, I couldn't just get I couldn't my phone was basically not usable anymore cuz as soon as I got out yeah. the live stream would end and then Kelsey was trying to get into my email, but then it was sending codes to my phone and my iPad, but I couldn't get my she phone know, code and then my iPad <laughs> couldn't get on the internet. So there was a little bit of a debacle Unreal. at the end. Uh, but the people that were on the live stream, they got like 30 minutes of extra time and the podcast didn't <laughs> actually, uh, I guess make sure you cut out the first, like, I don't know what it was. I think I sent you, to you texted or me the timestamp Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So, but, of when, when the audio version starts. Yeah, but
1: it's been a while since we did uh, a live like that. So we got a lot of, you know, fan interaction and stuff and it was good. I think it was solid. It's tough to kind of come up with stuff like the uh, Disc golf is just not. I don't know what it is. I don't know if we need to start following. Like, I mean, you guys obviously follow a lot more of the guys on tour than I do. Is there stuff that's happening? Are people tweeting out stuff? Is like people posting stuff on Instagram, or is like nothing really happening in the off season this year?
0: Nothing. Well, well, it depends on what you consider news. Cause like stuff being posted, Anything. like we could talk about Colton and Kona getting married.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably not that. Yeah, More so. as I'm say, like,
0: it's it's a lot. Like there's not much disc golf stuff going down in the um, off season. Casey
2: White, he made a mod to his van so they can carry his golf clubs with him this next year. <laughs> Big
0: news! <laughs> Big news! Big break news! So I saw uh, so breaking
1: what, news. One of the topics I wasn't able to get around with, uh, get around to last debate night was people, uh, someone was telling me, I don't know if you guys saw this story, but someone was telling me that when Drew Gibson went down to Australia for like the national championship down there. Yeah. um, Oh, shoot. I need to find it again. It was something along the lines of like, can you talk about what pros should be required or expected to do when they go to tournaments? Because I guess this person's perspective was Drew didn't do enough. Outside of actually playing the tournament. Interesting. So, I don't, I don't, did you guys see the story on that at all or no?
0: I, I mean, what's the story there? He just showed up, played a tournament, and left. Yeah. And yeah. Upset about I it. mean, I think it was, I mean, I saw that he played the Australian Championship because him and Jennifer Allen won, I believe.
1: Yeah. I think, I think if I can, let me see if I can find this recently de- uh, deleted. I just went through all my notes. So. The
0: only Drew story I saw was the tweet where he had stamped the Jordan logo on some discs yeah and see like that's interesting def- stuff that's his well i had that to talk about last week and then obviously we couldn't end up doing the show okay. uh and his defense to people who are calling him out because obviously the jordan logo is copywritten and with something that's copywritten you can't make money selling it his defense was well people on etsy do it so
1: size are you able to are you able to bring no. stuff <laughs> size are you able to bring stuff up As we're talking, it doesn't have to be obviously instantaneously, but are you able to like throw up as we're talking, like (laughs) a tweet and stuff?
0: Yeah, just give me a second.
1: Because that way, I think I think I saw some comments talking about how that would be for all of our podcasts. Honestly, I know obviously it'd be harder for grip locks because you would have to do it in post. But I would I would say like that would be a good thing moving forward. Is like if we are talking about a specific tweet, if Silas can find that tweet which shouldn't be too difficult. Um, and then like literally be able to pop a
0: screenshot and send it to
1: him. Either that, or like he can just have a window that he, like, I don't know if, you, if you're using OBS or whatever, but that way you can, people at home that are watching can kind of see yeah. what we're talking we'll, we'll about. We'll throw
0: it up in post if nothing else. Um, yeah. So basically let me just read you this. Cause I had an idea that I thought would be kind of funny. So essentially, Drew tweeted that any of you interested in the and disc with a Jumpman stamp? Well, we've been taking all the discs with quote-unquote bad stamps from the bag, which is like his monthly subscription box thing, and added a Jumpman to them, and they're available now for Black Friday. Dana Vici responded and said, sick Jordan Brand collab. And then Drew said, please turn me in. I'd love nothing more than to get an email from Jordan Brand for selling 18 discs. LOL, I'll hang that letter in my office proudly. So my idea and just hear me out here was we take some of our misprints that we've gotten shipped and we stamp the finish line logo his his disc golf company on them we then sell them and promote it so that we get drew to say hey can't do that then i will screenshot that and frame it and put it on my desk
2: there you go (laughs) um
0: I thought that would be pretty fun.
2: Unfortunately for Drew, it would just be free advertising. For the Jordan brand, it's like an actual sellable asset. Yeah. Whose logo? Like, is there a logo in disc golf that is, like, so big that it's actually, like, a sellable asset, like, by stealing
1: it? Well, you guys should know. You guys just talked about the best logos in disc golf.
2: I know. But, like, like, I would argue your logo, like, the Dark Horse logo is – and, like, maybe, like –
0: the tough part is there's no... Lo- like The Dark Horse like, logo is the only logo because it's not a disc golf logo. It comes right. from outside disc golf. It has Cause a like, in. Anything in disc golf, like the PM logo is probably the biggest non-brand logo that is a disc golf-specific logo, right? But the problem is a disc golf-specific logo can never be bigger than disc golf itself. It's true. And so, like, yeah. as, it can only get but so big, and I don't think it can get big enough to make it, like... Like, I feel like the legal action would cost more than what the lawsuit would actually be also, for You're also
2: ball. like literally giving them free advertising within the sport. Yeah. Versus the
0: Jordan brand, the legal action would cost them nothing compared to what the lawsuit could have been. Uh obviously eighteen, like they would just if it was only eighteen discs, it's not that big of a deal. But the, this dude was just uh another person on Twitter was calling Drew out and he was just defending it back and forth. Yeah. And it was I just saw it was very fun. I mean
1: I I <sighs> You know, I think you don't have to dig too deep to kind of see how like a lot of disc golf operates right now where it's, they see something that someone else is doing and then they basically just do a little twist and do it themselves, which again is like not a bad thing. You know, looking at someone else that's doing, that's more successful, bigger company, whatever, and then kind of taking what they're doing, not a bad thing. But when it comes to outright just using someone else's logo or brand identity or whatever that's where i think it crosses the line um so an example would be you know tons of people have asked me to you know do like a gators either a gators uh design or like ohio state design and it's like if i just you know the block O, like someone made me a block o meteor like if i were to make that and sell it myself i mean I, I would I would get sued or I, I I would be opening myself up to being able to get sued um,
0: yeah yeah because
1: that's illegal so that's where I think it crosses that's the it. line is when I think Etsy again just because someone's doing it on Etsy I don't think necessarily gives you the right to do it no. I feel like we all should know that like using someone else's brand for profit, is illegal and shouldn't be done
2: right i mean the problem is too like when you're i feel like drew's brand is very much like trying to be a professional and like advance what professionalism is in disc golf and i think he likes the idea of that and then like so this is very counterintuitive to that brand being like well we're so unimportant that jordan what's jordan gonna care when i steal his logo yeah (laughs) like it's very it's very counterintuitive I also, like, there's le- there's definitely levels to, like, obviously, um, it's one thing when you pay your buddy to, who's really good at disc dyeing, to dye your favorite team on your disc and put it in your bag. Sure. right? Like, that's one thing. But when you are, not only are you not even, like, painting or dyeing, you're literally just stamping a logo. <laughs> like, in its exact, it is the logo. That's not interpretation. It is the logo. And you're then selling it, like, through a website that is like supposed to be a legit manufacturer and, and retailer of discs. That's when it's like, well, because like painting
0: right. and dying, it's more of your own a, interpretation. I'll say there's some type of line in there where it's like it, as an art, like an artistic interpretation, right? Right? Because like I feel like, yeah, I think the I feel like is I could go really paint, like do a bunch of Duke basketball paintings, right? And yeah, not really having too much trouble. No, I think I think but you are allowed to do that. But if I were to create a Duke basketball shirt. Right. that's interesting
1: actually i don't know
0: i don't know where the line I feel is like but yeah because like, cause like to like... me if i saw someone like selling jordan paintings right i wouldn't think anything of it because like that's like an artist i feel like a lot of it comes
2: down to like when you're doing like a screen print or a stamp it's like a digital file of that exact logo it's where they're, you can copy the yeah, exact pixels like exactly right like there's nothing changed about oh that's Second, wow, that
0: just brought up a f- memory. The
2: second you start painting something, like it's not exactly the logo; it's now going to be slightly
0: different. There's no way I will be able to find this because this was so many years ago. But Drew, back way back, came out with a logo and he stamped it on some discs. That was the Corvette logo, and he rebranded it a little bit to be like for him. I think he even put it on a hoodie. You're saying like, the and Corvette I car? Commented, yeah, and I commented, and I was like, "Hey, I don't really know. Like, I think that is a very fine line. Like, I don't know if you changed the Corvette logo enough, like, you might have like potential issues if if Corvette were to care about this." And he responded back and was like, "No, I looked into it. Don't worry, I changed it, changed enough." He responded in a way that was very defensive. This was before Foundation. This has been years ago. I completely forgot. Hunter coming about after that people entirely, but it's so it's so funny that, that it was the same. Like, it's just Drew again. I mean, which to be fair, Gateway has sold Jordan branded wizards for a long time. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've seen. To find the specific rules. I've seen many. Yeah, uh, this is not a. Many players throwing wizards with the jump man stamped on them. This, and I've always been like, it's just like a thing where disc golf, th- yeah, I think, knows. This is not a. This is not a. This is a disc this, golf no.
1: situation.
2: This person was asking online, like, are you allowed to use a company's logo in a painting? And that basically this guy's citing some of the trademark rules and is saying that, um, trademark holders have the right to prevent the use of their trademarks by others in any context that is likely to cause confusion or deceive as to the affiliation connection or association of the trademark holder with another. Uh, in other words, as long as the use of a logo has artistic relevance, um, and reasonable accuracy, um, In the painting, an artist may include trademarks in the execution of their art, so long as it does not represent the said trademark or relationship of the owner of the trademark to the artist.
0: So basically, as long as the painting is like very obvious that Jordan wasn't paying.
1: Yeah, yeah, it seems seems like very that that seems like it's worded in a way that it it seems like it's worded in a way that will favor the person that owns the trademark.
0: Definitely, so if they and that's see, how most copyright, yeah. trademark, fair use stuff is. Is like, it's a lot of gray areas that it's like, tread lightly, push it as far as you want, but you at the end of the day, it's not. Anything. If you're the one who doesn't own the trademark, you're most likely going to lose in court. Correct. If it gets right. to court, right? Yeah, yeah. But other than that's other than that, we actually just had someone tweeted us uh, at the grip at grip our grip lock Twitter. Literally I saw like that. Literally, like, 10 minutes ago. Yeah, I saw that. And it was, like, I, the Griplock podcast is not as interesting this offseason. I feel like last offseason was way more about player movement. And so I quote tweeted it. I was like, someone tell the players to start moving. <laughs> we cover all I, it, the player movement that's happening. It's just not a lot like going a, on right now. Disc
2: golf needs, like, a trade deadline. So, like, we just know at a certain... Because the problem with it, the disc golf offseason is, like, it takes... It does... A lot of times it takes till, like the beginning of February for a lot of the deals to come, go through. I mean, I remember when Ezra that year, we were waiting for him to be announced. I mean, we even got the inside track on that a little bit, but it didn't get announced publicly until like a week before the first event. I yeah. feel like, and I get it. Like people are preparing, like it's one thing if you sign Ricky Wysocki and you're getting, you're chartering a helicopter. Yeah. Like that's one thing, but yeah, it takes a long time for, well, the
0: problem, things to move. the problem is, is like, because disc golfs, disc golfs, big enough that people are interested in where players are going right but it's small enough that players are practicing in just like public areas yeah so that's what happened last year is i was just getting pictures of pros we need to start getting those i was getting pictures of pros throwing different branded discs wearing like team infinite shirts what because they're just at public courses well the issue like i just got a text a dm from someone who explained to me i'm not going to say it this year but explained to me where someone was going because they were just playing around at a local course and saw the person and the person was asking if they had any plastic of a specific brand just asking a stranger like hey yo do you have any of this and then, like they dm'd me and they're like hey just so you know so and so was looking for plastic of this brand i'm like like there's not a lot of how do you expect how do you expect that not to get out i know
2: there's not a lot of news circulation either, because like if you're talking about like the NFL or the NBA, you're going to have like your Shefters of the world, and they're going to be getting texts from agents. Oh, you mean TMZ? Yeah, really. <laughs> you're gonna they're going to be getting texts from agents that are they're connected with. Talk. Oh, we're talking with them about this. Oh, we're talking about this about that. Because like in the sports world, disc golf is misinterpreted. Like the, I mean, we obviously know this, but like when whenever you leaked Ricky's deal or whatever. Um, like they got all upset about that. Called us TMZ when it was less actual journalism. It was an actual fact.
0: And I had been DM. This guy was correct. I had been DM'd by, I I mean I won't say any of the sources, but we'll just say seven to ten pros that are on tour. But here's the that were telling me one of them literally told me stop hinting at it and go ahead and tweet it.
2: Yeah, here's the here's the thing though is like if if I'm an agent and my player is negotiating. Um, with companies, like it, if you're starting, if you're talking about like what's happening in negotiations, like if you're, if you're like, if I'm texting the Adam Schefter of the world, telling him to like, Hey, tell the media that our guy is doing this and that you can actually like up the value and the hype around your player by doing that. It might cause you to get more phone calls from manufacturers being, cause let's say here's a scenario. Let's say you're uh Calvin Heinberg and you're negotiating with Innova and the agent texts, you and says hey i want you to leak calvin heimberg's currently in talk with innova somewhere in the range of three years one million dollars i'm gonna i'm gonna switch wi-fis
1: out. i'm gonna switch wi-fis real quick i'll be at brb
2: okay okay let's say that price goes out because of your tweet and discraft sees it and goes that's all they're gonna pay Heinberg. we can we can do that or more and then they call the agent and say hey we can do 4 years 4 million for Heimberg. We'd be willing to pay that. Like that's the kind of thing that that can do. It doesn't just have to benefit the fans, it can benefit the players too. There's a there's a reason Adam Schefter and those people get that information. It's not just because the agents want to talk about it. They're trying to benefit their
0: player, their strategy. Yeah. I think that's what's going on in disc golf right now is there's not strategy behind it. No. It's just disc golf a, a lot of players on the professional side and a lot of organizations disc golf has grown to like a new level of interest and stuff to where operating when as if disc golf is still small because like it still in many ways feels small, but in many ways it's a lot bigger. So like when you're operating and you start telling your buddies, the exact details of your deal and stuff like that, it gets around years ago. No one cared Yeah, that much. Right. Nowadays, well, so many people nobody care, to care. Yeah. that like I tell you, Right, as I'm like, oh, Trevor's my Trevor's my best bud. I'm gonna just tell him, yeah, man, I'm signing, I'm signing a deal with Lone Star to be on their Ranger team for five years, fifteen mil. And then you are like, holy cow, dude, that's crazy. So then you in confidence are talking with Connor at lunch, and you're like, yeah, I heard Hunter's signing a five-year, fifteen mil deal. I have an uh, NDA. I can't disclose it to anyone. Right. So discl- disclosing it to you, I'm like, hey, just make sure this doesn't go anywhere. And you're like, well, I can trust Connor. Right. You don't have an NDA, so you tell Connor. Connor sure as heck doesn't have an NDA because I'm not even the one that told him. Right. So then Connor has this information and tells Silas. By the time it gets to Silas, Silas m- probably might have no connection to me. He doesn't give two fricks. Right. But Silas knows the exact information. Exactly. So then Silas goes and, and he also might not tell by the time you get to the fourth person, they might not even know that it's important to keep it a secret. Yeah. So then Silas <laughs> might think it's just public information. He goes right. and tells half the people at his club. Yeah. And then half the people at their club all start DMing. And I can't be the only person who's getting these DMs. Right. They all start DMing people and like so then now the contract information is just out there because, spoiler alert, I also wasn't the only person that knew Ricky was going to DD. It was all over every social media platform. I was just the one that was willing to be like, well no, I'm saying Reddit knew. I saw it on Facebook multiple times. I was just the only person that was willing to like tie my name to me and like, well hey, if no one else is going to say it's official, I'll say it's official. That was how it happened. But like at the end of the day, that's what ends up happening is like In like if Giannis Antetokounmpo signed a big deal, Mm -hmm. and Giannis has like his legal team, his agent, stuff like that, that deal is only getting out if it's supposed to get out. If it's a strategy play, correct? Like Giannis isn't going to. He might tell his family, but his family's not going and spreading that to all of Milwaukee because that type of information in a big sports world is worth a lot of money. Right. To where if that information gets out and not a strategic way to get out, then that's a big problem. Which yeah. that's like kind of what's happening in disc golf right now. Well, I think versus was, like what you were saying, agents can use it as like marketing pull, negotiation power, yeah. or just a way to generate hype companies like, can leak it themselves. When Schefter tweets that a player's going, there's like all this hype around it. Yeah, and every time it's not confirmed yet, it's not confirmed I mean, for another few weeks, yeah. but it creates this huge media storm around this player. Whoa! Um, and if like the Texans just tweet. So and so's coming. It might I'm not be nearly. But- I'm gonna
2: give you another example of how you can use this as a company, not even just an agent. Let's say you're dynamic and you this is the Ricky situation, and you have Hunter tweet out rumor has it, or not rumor has it, like my sources confirm Ricky Waisaki is going to dynamic on a blah 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 deal. Announcement post will be coming soon. You have them say that. Guess who's gonna be checking Dynamic dis Instagram every single day until it comes out? All these people. And they're going to be looking at your Instagram feed every single, Like you can use it to draw people to you. Like there, there's so much. I think right now, after last year with all the stuff that would get it leaked, um, I think disc golf kind of is probably really hush hush this year. They probably almost see it as like a challenge to keep it a secret, right? Because they don't want to let like the media get a hold of stuff. They want to release things on their own term, but they're not realizing the
0: opportunity. Yeah,
1: I was going to say it's interesting how. Because you were just, just bringing up basketball. People in basketball, yeah. I would say the majority of fans in basketball care about where players are going, who's getting re signed, who they're picking up in the draft. There obviously yeah. would be some talk if, you know, Curry got out of his Under Armour contract and signed with Nike. There would be some talk, that, there would be articles written, people would talk about it. But it would not be nearly as big of a story as if um, LeBron demanded a trade and is going now to the Washington Wizards, right? So, like, in that sport, the king is trades. The king is signing new players. That is what people care about more. Same with football. But if you go to golf, which is more of an individual sport and is more similar to disc golf and the idea that there aren't really necessarily teams and the only real thing yeah. to talk about on like the club side is like what clubs they're switching with. I remember there were some stories that would come out. Like when Justin Rose went with that, do, Trevor, what was that company that he went with? Um, Oh, um, um
2: the irons
1: Homa, Homa. It's no the Japanese. Uh,
2: no, it's the it's the uh, Japanese. Yeah, market. it's the Japanese irons.
1: It's oh my gosh. Yeah, no one was using. Well, it's this. No one was using them is though, that, that- but but it was it was a that was like a thing that was talked about a lot. You just don't really hear. That's almost like there's almost like two sides of like golf media. There is that side of like the business of like oh Rolex just signed this player, but that is like such on the small spectrum of like interest no one really talks about that but it's is do you guys think that is what do you guys think it's because disc golf just does not have anything else going on there's nothing else to talk about that's why it, that is always a big I, discussion I or like will there will I, there ever be a time where someone switches from Innova to Discraft and it's like oh, okay like but that's not a big huge story it's just i
2: think it's the it's the nature of disc golf in saying so. Like if I'm playing, um, let's say let's use Tiger Woods as an example. Um, I'm if I'm Tiger Woods, I'm playing with Nike and I'm playing a bladed iron. And I switch to TaylorMade and I start playing a bladed iron that looks exactly the same. There there's not really a noticeable difference. Whereas in disc golf, changing manufacturers and having to give up your go-to disc is like a very big deal. It's it's way more drastic. And like you might. Have a certain manufacturer that you really like. Their like I might love Titleist Vokey wedges, and then I move to, you know, what other whatever other company, and have to I got, I switch to Callaway, and I got to play the the Mac Daddy grind GM grind wedges or whatever. But it's not nearly as drastic, in my opinion, switching golf clubs. I would say driver would be the biggest deal. Like if you're used to playing a Titleist driver, and you got to switch, or yeah, then putters, like pr- putters probably too. Putter would probably be big, but but I think in disc golf, like when you're talking about a player who might be throwing nukes their whole career and making all their money with that disc, and then they're got they gotta just drop it. I feel like it's way more drastic um just because like they might not literally they might not find a disc that does the same thing mm. and I think well I think from a
0: fan perspective too in, in golf like from what I understand from what i've seen, it might be a money there's thing. not really. There's not really a bunch of, like, Tiger Woods, like, signature club that, like, comes out, Tour Series Club. Every year, oh, no. you get the Tiger Woods driver, right? And, and Or a ball, whatever. But in disc golf, like, if Calvin Heinberg were to switch from Innova, and I, let's say that, you know, I'm a big Calvin Heinberg fan, but I'm not a Destroyer fan, or I don't like the Toro. I'm a big Zeus and Zone guy. And then he comes to Discraft, now all of a sudden... My favorite player is throwing the same disc as me, and I can now get a Tour Series zone, possibly, that says Calvin Heimberg on yeah. it or whatever you, it may be. You might be, be onto the something golf, there. I think there's so much more like direct tie. like Because of how manufacturers right now market players um, and market the discs they throw, there's so much of a direct tie to the players and their discs that it's almost more a team mentality from a fan's perspective of like Paul with Innova in a lot of ways was like Michael in uh, Chicago, right? Where are like, or we'll go with LeBron in Cleveland where like when LeBron went to Miami, that sent shockwaves throughout the world, right? Just like when Paul went to Discraft, because at the time, lebron was synonymous with cleveland yeah. paul was synonymous i with think in disc Nova. golf it, it
2: is easier somehow it is a lot easier in disc golf and i think it's because of how I think it's a price i think point. it's how much i think well i think it's also just the the amount that disc golfers have to rely on their manufacturers it, they're very synonymous with their manufacturers at this point yeah um, it's like and i think it's also how visible it is like I could watch an entire round of golf, and unless I know golf well, I might not even recognize, or unless I look at the golf bag, I guess that might give away. But if I'm just watching a guy swing, I might not even recognize the clubs he's using. Disc golf discs are pretty visible a lot of times, like obviously big, loud logos, very distinct. It's also on the them. back
0: of their shirts. It's on, well,
2: yeah, and that. But I think they become so synonymous because of that 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 also kind of adds a tie-in because like in golf like well, there is that do you think that's like,
1: do you think that's a problem do you think it's a problem that that the manufacturers are during coverage have have more of that than the actual players do you think that's an issue
2: uh i don't think, like you don't just think said like than when the, you're watching I, when, more than when you're players. watching
1: golf you're just focusing on the actual golfer, you're not necessarily focused. I don't think on... it steals
2: a spotlight, though. Like, I, I I don't think it's like the manufacturers are stealing the spotlight. I think it's just like I said, when you think about a player, it's easy to to right
0: away know. What like, the when I think Gannon Burr, with. I think Prodigy, right? There, like, Whereas, if Gannon Burr were to leave Prodigy and go to any other company. That would be a shock, and like that are, would be a big, big. Yeah, shock. but if there you were, if you very,
1: I was going to say, if you follow golf, you're gonna, it's going to be the same exact thing. You're gonna know what golfers uh, use. If you follow golf like you follow disc golf, yes, you will. maybe
2: not, but maybe not to the same. But depth, would it be? Would like it if be, I name? A, if I name, obviously, the popular players, absolutely. Like I know that Spieth is huge with Under Armour and plays title Titleist. I know that Ricky plays Puma and Cobra. Let's do a test. I feel like once you get. Let's, if you go, let's do a test. you go towards the top one, like the one hundredth player in the world, I'm going to be clueless. And in disc golf, I'm pretty sure I'm going to know. No, no, would no. It be it, shock, okay, though, give me, give me the eighty eighth one of those players. Right, left. Give me
1: a uh, nine, the eighty eighth. Give me the fifty fifth player in the world. Look it up. Tell me who the fifty fifth player in the world in is. Disc in disc golf? Disc, golf. disc golf or golf? Disc golf. Okay. We're gonna do a I we're gonna do a test because you idea, just said I, I know you guys will because you guys probably. Pay attention to it, like anyone.
2: Well, we follow my my
1: my thing is if you follow golf very closely, as as closely as you guys follow disc golf, you're gonna know who everyone plays in the top fifty. What I think, though, is,
0: but I, do you think it would be as big of a storyline if I don't know who and golf? I no, don't no, know no. That's what I'm saying. It's not. Case. That's
1: that was my whole point. Is it's not nearly as big of a storyline. Even the top guys. Yeah. Even the top guys. The storylines that are big are when they left tour, when they went to a different tour. Those are big storylines.
2: Well, yes, but the live, the thirtieth yeah, player in that the world—that would world, be a huge storyline in disc too. I'm going to give you an example, um, like around the fiftieth player in the world. Yeah, Luke Sampson. Oh,
1: okay, Luke's okay. Well, that's okay. That's you picked. <laughs> you picked the one person that's synonymous Pick to one. one company, but Colrad Allen. <laughs> oh, that one, no one's going to know. Well, okay, so I, I have a group – hold on. Well, yeah, I know that. Yeah. But I have a group of – You
2: just said no one's going to know. Yeah, I mean, that was an easy one.
1: I'm saying right. no one – like, I don't think the common watcher of disc golf is going to know that. I would agree We're with that see. statement. Oh, you, no don't you don't even want me to test it?
0: Uh, you can test it. I would agree with your statement, though.
1: Spell his last name for for me so I don't spell it wrong.
0: R-R-E-D-A-L-E-N.
2: R-E-D-A-L-E-N. R-E-D-A-L-E-N. Yeah, but then because the thing is, if I go to like 50th in the world in golf right now, and I'm looking at Harris English, not TaylorMade, I have no idea what Harris English. is. <laughs> yeah, but you don't follow.
1: You don't follow. That's not fair. You don't follow. Yeah, you know, we don't golf follow golf nearly. Golf as much but, as disc I, golf. You, but you have I, a I, podcast I used to, that you talk about. Here,
2: he, but here's the thing: I statement. used to follow golf way more than disc golf, and it's just their manufacturers that players play with is just not part of the narrative. Correct. No, we're agreeing on that. That's we're, what Brody's saying.
0: Is that, a, is that a problem? Right, that's think, my whole argument. Was I that, think like, the reason though? A problem in disc golf. I think the
1: re- I, I think, think so. one of the reasons for that though, Trevor, is kind of like we were talking about. Is obviously what Hunter was saying. I think is is facts in the sense of they market players so much heavily, more heavily on the products. So it's like you get it more, but I think the yeah. price point matters. So if I already have a tailor made. If I bought TaylorMade irons mm, because Rory went to TaylorMade and then Rory two years later signs with Callaway, yeah, I, I, I at some price. point, maybe I buy those Callaway irons, but it's like I just spent $1,500 on these. Disc golf, it's so much easier that if Calvin leaves Innova and goes to discraft, like Hunter's example, it's so easy just to spend $25 to get a disc. So I think the price point think it matters
2: also,
0: a little bit. That is, a, that is a great it point. It
2: does also, it, you, do, you did make a point where I, th- and I've said this before, but golf clubs are marketed, not really around the player. Correct. Ever. They might be used in a commercial, but it's more the technology of the golf club. Like you look at a PXG commercial, you're just going to see them talking about price point technology. Whereas a disc commercial, like without a player throwing it and talking about it, like, what is it going to tell you? Oh, it, is plastic and round and looks like all the other ones. Like there's they no new technology. technology. <laughs> what? They can. What are they gonna say though? Like like O oh, gyro, because they might mark, yeah okay, mark but the they, they might tell you like what the disc is supposed to do, but really like it doesn't really have any punch to it.
0: But how much of that is marketing hype? Like how easy would it be like Italian blend plastic? That
2: was a great example. Right, but golf clubs have actual like there's actual innovation in golf. Now it's slowed down. But I'm saying,
0: how much of that is marketing innovation?
2: That doesn't that doesn't really change my argument. I'm just saying, like, well, like that, I'm, just, that's, I'm saying that's that was, the angle golf goes and sure. disc golf doesn't. But you're and that's saying why, like, what are
0: they going to do in disc golf? I'm saying, if like disc golf could just change their copy and find like, right. But this is the,
2: this is beside my point. My point was that's the reason why that's a that's a reason why players are synonymous brands even more. Yes because that's the current
0: state. Yeah, I'm of just things. saying it would be very easy for disc golf to go that direction. Can we think
2: because like can we I would
0: th- imagine I would imagine half the golf technology is like making such incremental changes that it's not going to matter to a player. Right, but they're but, actually there. There's all, you can't you can't
2: say anything about a disc other than the plastic and the shape of it right now, which with golf clubs
0: there's so many more What is what, what is another what's like, another sport that's over.
1: synonymous with that? Like as I'm I'm trying I'm blanking with, like
0: players with their sponsor. I'm
1: blanking on a sport of where disc
0: golf's very unique in it though, because like I the, think in every other the sport, product, the product, like the product that every, like everyone that manufactures a basketball is making the same product. There's there's small nuances. No, but you, ha- you have to if go, if you go, you go have get to a full go to size basketball.
1: You have to go to like into more individual sports. If you go every tennis
0: racket, if you go tennis racket,
1: do they do the same thing?
0: I'm saying like at the end of the day, as a beginner, a tennis racket's a tennis racket to me. Whereas in disc golf, the equipment makes up the game so much more than other sports. Like it, it is so important because, like, for years. But what there if was every no manufacturer had
1: the same disc, though?
0: Then, it, then, then, yes, Like, then isn't that be going golf. to? That's what I they think, don't. So, That's the so, biggest. So, so are we?
1: Are, is it? So, it, this is what I think. I think disc golf is too young right now to where there is enough yeah. variability between manufacturers where it matters. So eventually there won't be right. Eventually it will be the point of like I, yeah, every, every disc that Innova has Discraft has every disc that Discraft has latitude has. And like, everyone has basically the same exact disc. right? Like what's stopping that? Yeah. I, there's no, there's no, I, um, what's there, there, we just talked about trademarks, but it's not that there's no, uh, patents there's no patents patent stopping latitude from making every single disc that disc craft has right so like maybe yeah, that's what I, it I, is as far
0: as i know that's correct
2: i think there will eventually i think it's already getting there but yeah i think there will eventually be so much overlap that now the, the other thing is right now plastic blends across manufacturers there are still quite a there's such difference. a big
0: difference yeah um, but i mean that's gonna be I mean, that's gonna be the golf
1: be that's change. gonna that's, that's but, gonna be the golf situation right. where it's like oh we just came well, up I think with the this the new tough part, though, this new metal golf, though you know here's
0: the tough thing though that i think counters a little bit is i think if so each each manufacturer i don't think every manufacturer is gonna ever make the exact same plastic because each people like different feels right so some people are gonna like c-line versus champion versus lucid versus z but what I think that the, the counter argument to everyone making the same disc is if you had the exact destroyer mold and you made it in those four different plastics, they would all fly different. Yeah. Like a destroyer in Lucid is going to fly different than a destroyer in Champ, which is going to fly different. Well, I'm than not destroyer necessarily saying I don't, don't I'm saying I don't think that matters.
2: Eventually, I'm saying everybody accomplishes discs that do the same thing.
0: I think that already has happened, but the feel and stuff like that makes it where players become very loyal to different But I don't think what you
1: said matters. if you
0: wanted to go find a destroyer, you could find a...
2: It's more like if you're watching disc golf. I think what we're trying to say is like right now, if you watch golf, you hit... Everybody is playing pretty much four through pitching wedge. But I think that's the important thing, is they're all the same name. So right, like that says in disc golf, if they stopped naming discs on coverage and... People started. People already carry somewhat similar bags as far as like how they layer their discs. If they stop naming discs on coverage, honestly, if they just stop doing that, and you just watch players, because like a lot of players throw very similar shots to accomplish the the shots they need, and you would, you, I think you would start losing it a little bit more. But then I think the other big thing is out there on tour, they're not wearing their manufacturer plastered over them like a build. That's what I'm saying. Is like disc golf tournament. Is it more and they didn't, geared towards that? They didn't that? name the discs, and they didn't. They were all wearing generic branded clothing. You'd have no clue what people
0: were throwing. But I still think I'd be curious, and this would only. There's no way to know the answer to this, but I'd be curious in golf if golf was at the lower price point, right? Yeah. To where when Rory or someone switches manufacturers, it is very easy to switch the majority of your bag to follow them. Would it be a bigger talking point? Because like in disc golf, think well, of how many people had full Innova bags. And now our full discraft bags. Here's the other thing, though, in golf, such a large percentage
2: of the people that play golf don't follow golf at all. Like people, even people that love golf. I think that's the same same as disc golf.
0: golf, though. Whereas,
2: like, disc golf? I think that's
0: the same. I don't. Know. A lot of the, I would say the majority of players don't follow the pro tour. Correct. P- Probably yes, the majority. I mean, but I, I do think, think I think just golf- estimates there's like over four million disc golf players. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of people that play only disc
0: 40, golf. I just DGN. feel like I
2: feel like there's more. I feel like there's more disc. There's a bigger percentage of it's disc just cause golf cause we're that in are it. really well versed in disc golf than no. go- like when I used to play. No. I used to play golf all the time. Percentage Let me finish point. My point. I used to play golf all the time with with people when I worked at golf courses, I talked golf all the time. And there was just not very
0: many people that knew like golf very well, like at the professional level that really followed it. I think if you went out to a disc golf Wait, course and you just talked to people that weren't us, Trevor, you'd find people the have thing.
1: Trevor, people have no idea what they're talking about in disc golf. What are you talking about?
0: I think it's because we just talk to each other. All the yeah. I was going to
1: say, time. when was the last so time you follow it? When was the last time you went out and just talked to like a random person that plays disc golf? They have no idea what they're talking about.
0: Yeah, a lot of them. If they don't, know, don't follow podcasts, maybe I'm and in a bubble. Stuff, but yeah, it, you're it, in it a bubble. It's like, the same
1: thing as golf, of where you'll see someone doing something in golf, and you're like, "Why the heck are you doing that?" And they've never had anyone tell them otherwise. Same thing in no. Disc I'm golf. talking about we.
2: I'm not talking about knowing how to play well. I'm talking about knowing like the oh, they um, have no idea professional level. Mm. Like I'm, that's would, what I'm saying like yeah, in disc golf. You're in a like bubble. So many people you're in that at at least know pros and like know what they throw no
0: names where i'd
2: say i don't know in golf there's just so many people that just didn't follow
0: golf at all that play golf here's a, this, like, no uh, here's more, the big difference popular. if you walk to a here's, golf course and said rory people would know who rory yes, is even if, like everyone would it. Here, here's Which, the, like they would probably know who paul is to a certain extent he, even if they don't follow here's it.
1: the big difference i would say i would say the i would say in the golf world you're going to have people that golf and don't watch every PGA tour event and probably don't watch the majority of PGA tour events, but probably pay attention when majors come around, right? When like the big tournaments come around, they probably casually pay attention. It's the same exact thing as when you go to like a pickup basketball game. Most of those people, maybe, maybe most actually do watch NBA, but the people that don't watch NBA and just play basketball all the time, when the playoffs start, they're probably going to tune in or at least have an idea of what's going on in disc golf though, I think because broadcast and all the media all that isn't nearly as big, there will be some people that play disc golf that have absolutely no idea about the pro tour, have absolutely no idea about I the think... majors and they just they just found a hobby that they enjoyed. It'd be the same exact sure. thing as like Here's if you if you went I... and started throwing um, what, what is that the, uh, the uh, hatchets, the axes, axe throwing. Yeah. Yeah. They have those places now where you can go and just do ax throwing great date night, great activity. If you went and were like, Oh, this is fun. I'm going to start doing this once every other week. And someone came up to you and was like, dude, did you just hear who won the world championship? You're going to have no idea. You're just doing it because it's a fun activity. Same thing with bowling. Can you name a single bowler, Trevor?
2: Yeah, Jason Belmonte. Okay, Who do the think you one are, I am the Pete Weber. <laughs> I just named two.
1: So the two, the he two most famous two. bowlers of all time. I don't think I think Belmonte is still in the picture. I don't think Weber is. But I've watched. No,
2: he's not. I, but I've you, Pete but, Pete but
1: you know there. what I'm saying is like just because you go to the it bowling, bowling alley and is. you play I, bowling doesn't I, necessarily no, get, have an idea your what's point. going
2: on. I get your point. I I think here's what I'm saying. I, I think that the disc golf funnel works different than the golf funnel because. The golf funnel, if you decide you want to get into golf and you get some clubs or some rentals, you got to play golf. You can stay completely separated from anything else golf-wise very easily, whereas I think the disc golf funnel, if you decide to get into disc golf, the funnel is a little bit different because it's almost harder to find to get into. Like, You might have to go online and Google how to play disc golf, what is disc golf. Like it's so, it, I think because the sport has less information surrounding it, you're almost more likely to get further into it because you kind of have to get further into it in order to figure out what to do. Now it's changing. That might the be, more, the, that might make retail the, stores. That
1: might make sense with the community aspect of things, right?
2: We're like golf. And this is like the, personal experience too, because no, like that makes me, sense. That I makes get a disc golf and I get a set of discs and just by going to a disc golf website, just by going to foundation disc golf, for example, let's say. You want to buy more discs? You Google it. You go to Foundation Disc, and all of a sudden, you you find us on YouTube or something. Like I think the disc golf funnel is very easy to get you far into the sport. Whereas the golf funnel, it is very easy to just play golf every other weekend and not get into it. I'd be I fascinated to
0: Trevor's point that, like in disc golf, like people's names are actually on the discs as well. It's like when you're buying disc. Yeah, that's what I'm saying that's the part name, of the funnel. The like it's very easy on. to just Google who the person is on your yeah. I think it would be I think what we got to do is this summer we pick a like random Saturday and we might have to go to like Charlotte or somewhere where we have a lot of disc golfers. offers. And on the, the front of first of every tee, we ask do them, like a survey. three or four questions <laughs> that get like intensely more disc golf knowledge heavy. Yeah. So it starts with have you ever heard of the pro tour? Then we ask him about like a specific pro and then, like the last one's like, if who is you Cole Red? A disc golf course and a golf course with golf questions. I think
2: disc golf wins. I'm just, I, I think it'd be, it'd be fascinating. I really do. Like, especially in Charlotte. So like, Trevor? I think if you go to a disc golf course. Trevor, what you said I you though, ask though, those I, questions. I, this is actually kind
1: of a fascinating, like, thought process because what you said is actually really interesting. Because I think, I think the the reason really is on the golf side of things, golf is very intuitive in the sense of equipment. A seven iron goes right. farther than a nine iron. A five iron yes. goes farther than a nine iron.
2: A putter is what you use There's on the green. There's confusion in disc golf, and that's what gets you into it. Yeah, to start googling. There
1: it. is a crate. Well, <laughs> this is where I think it's interesting because on the golf side, the, the big barrier of entry, I would say, on the golf side, is how difficult it is to actually play. Like the sport itself is very, very tough. You can, you have the tools. Yeah. You know what the tools are supposed to do but it's very, very tough on disc golf. It's the opposite of where it's very easy, like to throw an object, but you don't necessarily know what the tools are doing or you're using. I mean, how many times have we gone out and seen someone using a driver and there's you they're they're only throwing a driver. They bought one disc and they're throwing it. They're putting with it. They're doing all that where it's like, they would be so much better off having the right tools. They just don't even know. It's just, it's essentially right like Silas showing up to a golf course with a putter and literally just hitting every shot with a putter and not, and not thinking anything else. So I think that on that side, that almost makes the community aspect because again, like you said, there isn't really that much information out there to where you now are starting to ask people like you would never on a golf course, you would never go up. I mean, I wouldn't say never, but it would be much more unlikely for you to go up on a golf course and ask someone like, Hey, what putter did you just use? Like that, that looked like it's working really well. What putter is that? Disc golf, that happens all the time. And then that opens the door for yeah. them to kind of give them information. So I, that, that's an interesting kind of community aspect that disc golf I has. Well,
0: part of it, but I think that goes away too, though, once the
1: media is bigger. Once like the information is more out there, I yeah. think that, well, I, I think like that part history, goes away. Exactly.
0: Well, because who is, who is going to go to a golf course and they've never seen someone swing a golf club? Never, like, Silas. Right, you have like an the idea. I like average, the average person, right? Because <laughs> even Silas, before he swung a golf club, has seen it. The average person on the street would understand there's a driver, irons, and They know what putters, and they know how it works. And they so. would know just like, even if I didn't understand the iron numbering system, I would understand that my driver goes farther than my irons and my putter I use on the greens. Right. That's basic. That like I feel like is just because golf is mainstream, everyone understands that. Versus well, disc golf, well, hold, like, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. People have no idea.
1: Hold on, hold on, because it's it's also it's also the equipment in golf is very more it's it's more intuitive, not just because it's mainstream, because you can do this. You could say the same thing. You could have you could buy a disc that says driver, and you could buy a disc that says mm-hmm. putter on it. And so if you're using the same thing that you learn from golf where it's like my driver is going to go farther than my putter, same in golf, that's not the case in disc golf. Because if your form is trash, if you're throwing it incorrectly, your putter is actually going to go further than your driver because you can't get it It up to speed. So like that's where it's confusing. It's a lot more simple. Yeah, like a seven iron – even even like
2: someone you can just look at the club and say, "Oh, this one's shorter and lofted more. It's going to hit the ball correct. higher and not go as
0: far." Well, like, that's now we're getting unintuitive. That's how's that unintuitive? No, no, no,
1: no, no. I'm saying like like
0: if, you, if I if I looked at the club and I I if I have never played golf and I look at a club, I'm never thinking about this angle. You're probably not thinking. Like yeah,
1: I agree. You're probably not, think, I mean, not you thinking. I'm not immediately. I'm not no, immediately go, No, not, you are. You are.
0: If if, if, if someone if gave currently, you currently, I have. Still have no idea the if, length. How no. much if if you a someone set of gave you? you, you're not thinking the long ones goes. If further someone, someone gave you a
1: four no, iron and someone gave you a wedge, <sighs> what, so, without any knowledge,
2: but you know the driver, but you know the driver goes furthest, and the that's the, the longest club because the shape.
1: That's I what we're think saying. Anything about the length? No, that's what we're literally saying. The no, shape. No, cl- Trevor was saying. No, he was talking that's about the loft. Trevor was saying. He talked about the loft. He was talking about the loft too, though. He said that doesn't loft. change
0: the shape of the face. That just changes the angle of the face. Hunter, if, if you put
1: a four iron, there. Hunter, if no, you put I,
0: I, well, because I Hunter. have had clubs that don't fit me.
1: Hunter, if I you put you, a four iron, iron. I'm just you...
0: choosing to get my point across. No. right now,
1: if you put a four iron behind a ball and you put a wedge behind yes. the ball, you cannot tell me Which that one you, do think is you think go further? you cannot tell me that that's you think they're going to both. They're two different no, clubs. No, that's what.
2: Okay, that's what we're talking about. Nine iron and a four iron. Which one do you think is going to go further if you set them behind the? Now, no, at the beginning, I wouldn't know. I disagree. One I is aimed towards the sky. <laughs> yeah, one is going to go up and is shorter, but what one is, is longer. But like,
0: it's not a crazy line of thought to think you need air for distance.
1: Uh, that's, that's not, not crazy. crazy okay, but, okay, that's not crazy. That's not crazy. I'll give I you mean, that. I, agree.
0: I would agree with that if they were all the same length. But the four iron being the significantly length, but longer. the length you have to remember is length I is probably in when not. I first started playing golf. Length is probably not easy I got to pick irons up. That on. didn't fit me. So I had I had seven irons that were way too long for me. They were like in my gut when I first started playing. Okay. So the length meant nothing to me. The length, clubs, Trevor. Clubs, I will clubs I will agree with Hunter in the well, sense but that, that the length but isn't as the,
1: drastic. The length isn't as drastic to where it will be. It would be. It'd be the same thing as to you. You you guys can tell the difference in like the width of like fairway drivers. I still can't even. Right. Like you're like, oh, this one's way more shallow yeah, but, than this but one. I'm, t- I'm not talking about seven to
2: eight iron. iron. I'm talking about four iron and nine iron. That's a lot of length.
1: <sighs> i still think to the but common if, if person they might not even me. be thinking right about but that, that but
2: that you can't you can't comment on the
0: intuitive of equipment if you have the wrong equipment if you bought the wrong equipment like if you bought if you went out and, and that was the whole point of the argument we were talking about someone putting with a driver in disc golf yeah like having but the wrong no, but that, stuff that's saying but but that's saying it's equipment
2: no 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 he said he said in his case he was saying the intuitive was if you buy a disc that says putter and buy one that says driver the putter might go further than the driver because you're brand new where I'm saying, if you buy a correct set of irons, the four iron should intuitively look like it goes further than the short nine iron. That's what I'm saying,
0: but not because of the length.
2: No, that is what I'm saying because I think yeah, I, and
0: that's what I'm I'm just disagreeing. I would pick up that's those fine. clubs
2: and be like, this long one is going to go further than this shorter one. Okay, so we have I to just disagree with you. See, for you this, don't think you'd make that jump in your mind? Like I've, I I have I
0: have watched myself play golf. I did not make that jump in my mind. I think I thought my four iron didn't fit me because of how long it was.
1: Trevor, I think if and you that's, gave...
0: That's when I was trying to break 100 at the beginning of this year. I, I literally was like, this four iron's way too long for me. I don't like how much longer it is than my other clubs. I, Trevor, I think it if you gave... It was just now that, you expo- that I understood that it's, it's supposed to be longer. I didn't know that. I just assumed it was supposed to be the same length as all my other clubs. Okay, fair enough.
1: I was going to say, I think if you gave someone a proper... Connor also
0: is agreeing with me. He has no idea.
1: I think if you gave someone a proper nine iron or a proper four iron, and you're like, here, hit this club, and the, you didn't say anything about it, they hit it, and then you said, here, hit this club." and you ask them what the difference was, they probably won't say the length. Now, if you handed them two clubs at the same time and were like, inspect both these clubs and tell me what the differences are, they would probably then be able to tell you like, oh, this one's a little bit
0: longer. But I think when well, it's- I think
2: Hunter's point disagrees with that because he just said he had his four iron, like he immediately no, thought no, it was way too long for him. What
0: yeah, I was choking down on it. <laughs> I still choke down on it. It's the only way I can hit it. I mean, it's the
2: difference between like bending over significantly and not at all. I know, but I'm just yeah, saying. Like, like, I, I d- think
1: the golf swing is so complicated that I think people aren't even thinking about that unless it's to the point of what what Hunter was just saying, of where it's way too long or way too short. I'm saying if you gave them, if you gave them proper clubs, like the difference between my nine iron and my four iron is not drastically different. To where if you did give it to someone that's never, if I gave it to Silas, he probably wouldn't think anything of it really
2: i mean i i i know what i would say about golf for like the intuitive i would say that it would get even more confusing because it's a lot easier to hit a nine iron so your nine iron probably will go further than your four iron mm-hmm. so i would
0: because I, like that's it, what up uh, if a great point my seven iron for a long time went farther than my driver because yeah. my driver exposed my slice, so much you're just more. not hitting it correctly. Well here Yeah, so yeah. So that's say, that's the same as disc golf. Here, is I was gonna say that's the same as disc golf. There. Here's
1: this here's this here's a big similarity in disc golf, but I Oops. don't think disc golf does this yet. Of where when you're like a brand new player in golf, one, you don't need all the clubs, two, you don't necessarily need it to be fitted to you. Like you don't need to figure out what your shaft needs to be, you don't need to figure out what your lie right. angle, all that stuff doesn't really matter. In disc golf, though, I would say, ah, well no. I I take that back because you also have people that have like fitted clubs, like super expensive PXGs. And it's like, bro, you could literally shoot the same exact thing you're shooting with like a Walmart club. Like, like it, so those are the same actually. Cause I was going to say like disc golf, even like brand new players think they have to have like all these discs and get all this stuff and it'll make them better. But that's exact. I think that's just human nature. I think human nature is just like, if I get the right equipment, I will be way better oh, yeah. versus like, I, yeah, actually I mean, I it. spent money on a driver
0: yeah. when just yeah. looking the, for something to the driver doesn't you fix hit my that driver. Nice. It doesn't fix my yeah, slice though. Yeah. Yeah. No, so correct. I take that back. I just was like, well, this one I can put a, I can put a weight all the way to the draw setting and maybe it'll fix my slice. What,
1: what do you guys think about this? I was talking about this a little bit on, I think Twitter spaces yesterday. Someone asked me like, Hey, what are some good drills and stuff to get better at putting? I have recently come to the conclusion that I think putting, the way that we, ha- I, the way I have gone about putting and maybe the way that other people have gone about practice putting is completely incorrect. Putting, please. Okay. Putting should be treated as the same exact way that shooting is treated in basketball. And hear me out. This is what I think. Right now, when you tell someone, hey, or, if someone told you, hey, I'm going to go practice disc golf, what would you think they would be doing? The majority of people.
0: If throwing. They're, if they're going to practice, like doing the field work. <laughs> like
1: either playing either a round or probably going to a field and throwing far, right? Yes.
0: yes, correct.
1: If someone said, hey, I'm going to the gym to practice basketball, what do you think they're going to be doing? Be to
0: shooting, practice or probably. to play basketball? If they're
1: like, I'm going to practice basketball. They would it would be the same thing. It it would either be shooting or playing, right? Those those two options. You would never think that person's gonna be like practice their dribbling, practice their passing, practice their defense, right? They're they're gonna be either shooting by themselves or playing in a pickup game. I think disc golf needs to switch to that, and the shooting in basketball needs to be the putting in disc golf. So instead of like coming up with all these different drills and all this stuff, like if you want to get good at shooting free throws in basketball what do you do? You literally just stand on the free throw line and shoot free throws. You don't do any drills, you don't do any whatever. I think it's the same exact thing. I think you don't need drills to get better at putting. I don't think you need specific no, you just things. Need repetition, I think you literally need would, to treat it as you would treat it basketball shooting. You need to be would, able to put up shots the,
2: every day and tons and tons of shots. I would argue shots. I agree. I would argue that the only thing that you ever Actually, need to drill, so to speak, in f- shooting free throws or putting is pressure, and the only but way that only that comes is just when you're say, good. That just only say, comes when you're good. You don't right, need to but, be doing that
1: when you're trying to get good.
0: I will say when I was playing well, basketball, I, I think they go hand in hand. When,
1: when I was playing basketball,
0: no, 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 no.
1: If you're if you're huh, Trevor, if you are making two out of ten free throws. Why the heck do you need to be like, all right, I need to add more pressure. Okay.
2: I mean, mean, I'm not saying that bad, but I'm just saying, but I'm also saying that like by adding pressure, I'm not saying do it complex. I'm just saying like, don't stop. Don't stop the drill until you make five in a row. Like, yes,
1: I agree. I agree. But I think that comes once you're actually good at that task, which I don't think the average, the average uh, disc golfer. So it's like doing drills and stuff makes no sense.
2: But I will say, like, a 10-foot putt in disc golf, it takes probably an hour to get pretty good at making that putt. Like, if you've never even held a disc before, you can make a 10-footer. Whereas in a pressure situation, making a 10-foot putt is going to be more difficult. But I think it's just a repetition thing. Well, I agree. no, I agree, but I'm just saying. Like, I'm not saying you should do anything specific. I'm just saying that drilling the, um, pressure is the only thing that you really should drill in putting. It's the only point I'm trying. Well, because for when you're when good, I was, when you're good though, when I was playing basketball and I was trying to get better at shooting, well, you don't have to do anything extra though. Like that's all, that's, putt- that's part of my argument. No, it's like, no, no, You don't no, have no. to be like I'm. All right, I'm doing pressure drill today. Just say I'm not gonna like I'm. I'm not leaving until I make this many out of this many putts, and it just like. It,
1: But that sounds like a, that sounds like a drill that you did at the very end of your practice. That doesn't sound like that sound what you just said, like, I'm going to make five before I leave. That sounds like what you should do after doing a full hour of just putting.
2: I would agree. Yeah. 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 I think, I think most of your putting practice should be repetition. And then the only thing you should ever add is a little bit of pressure. Brody, when you
0: were playing basketball and you were trying to get good at basketball, yeah. Would you like, was your main way that you practice was just go to a gym and just shoot however you wanted, wherever you wanted?
1: Yeah. When I, when I first was like trying to get better at
0: shooting. uh, no, yeah. Well, I would, I would start. Or did you have drills? I would, that like helped you get better at shooting.
1: Well, now, now we're talking about a form thing. Is, is there, yeah. is there a form?
2: Mm, that's the issue good, that, with putt, disc golf putting is like, we don't know what the best. That, that's what I'm saying. No, but I think
1: that's you, a good,
0: that's I think a you great rep out. Your form is like for me, cause for me in basketball, I would go in, I would get a few just touchy shots, which I would equate to going, walking in and getting, hitting a few 10 footers to get myself ready to putt. Right. I would get yeah. my wrist flick, everything down in basketball. And then, which I would equate to walking in. Did and you say rear flick? Did you say rear wrist flick? flick? I said wrist flick.
1: Oh, you said wrist flick. basketball. Oh, I thought you yeah. said rear flick. Uh, like you're like.
0: Yeah, I really got my butt into my shot. No, um, I was thinking like but you're then, like
1: that. You call this a rear flick? Is like when you go back to like shoot. I was like, that's an interesting. I see it.
0: No, no. Anyways, so that that's what I would equate to like walking and hitting a few ten footers. But then I would have either like gain, like when I first was learning to shoot, I would have like progressively get back. Like I remember I had a drill that I would start at like in the middle of the paint, mm-hmm. and I would to hit three without touching rim. Then I'd go back to the free throw line and had to hit three without touching rim. Then I'd go back to the three-pointer and had to hit three without touching rim. That was like one of the drills. And it, obviously that took a while. It was in, it had to be in a but row. It's still,
2: at the end of the day, a repetition drill. Yeah, was, you're still it, just yeah, shooting. Drill,
0: which I think most putting... I think what putting drills I think Brody, are not just putting. But I think Brody is...
2: Are you arguing, Brody, against drills that are like i'm mechanical drills no no i'm Is that what you're cut?
1: i think what i'm arguing because again basketball like hunter what you're saying too like did i do drills like obviously i did drills of like me coming off of a screen and catching a ball and shooting and then i did drills of me yeah. crossing someone over and then going like basketball obviously has way more um way more to it of like stuff you need to work on when it comes to shooting but again like when you ask someone like hey would you do like some of the best shooters in the NBA, I'm sure they have periods of time of where, I mean, we've seen videos of where like Steph or Clay or whoever, Ray Allen, of where they're just standing behind a three-point line. They have a couple rebounders and they're literally there for 10 minutes just shooting the same exact shot. And they're just getting rebounded. Yeah. Boom, shot, rebound, shot. My, my thing is I think a lot of times I think disc golfers are looking for that drill, looking for that thing that is going to make them a better putter. And I think I'm trying to like eliminate that and say, listen, there isn't a necessarily a drill that you need to do to make yourself better at putting. You literally just need to spend more time putting. Like that, yeah. that's but what I mean, I'm trying. Yeah, it's,
2: it's just people looking, It's people looking for the short. Correct. Like, that's yeah. what I'm trying. Repetition. There is no, there is
1: repetition no. Repetition se- is king. Correct. There is no correct. secret yeah. drill yeah. where in putting, think- putting in golf, I would, I would disagree. I would say putting in golf. There are a lot of like form drills and things that like where your eyes are located near the golf. There's a lot of things in golf putting that you can work on before you even get to like the repetition of like just actually taking a putt. Where in disc yeah. golf there really isn't—it's the same thing. Like, think about some of the shooters that we've seen that are really good at shooting. They don't necessarily all have perfect form, right? And we know kind of Correct. what po- perfect right. form looks like in, in basketball. In in disc in disc golf, like we don't even know what the perfect putting form looks like. And we have right. seen people from Isaac Robinson, Paul McBeth, Gannon Burr, uh, Ricky Wysaki got. Uh, Eagle McMahon. All if you look at those guys, all putting, they are all very, very different, and they are all yeah, very. I think good. there's a lot
2: of ways.
0: There's, there's a, a lot, lot of ways they're they good at. It, it, how it. I view, um, how I view putting drills is it's a more of a way to keep putting practice interesting, interesting to right. make sure you get the repetitions. Correct. That's now, yes. I, like. one of my favorite drills is like I put a disc down. I have a stack of five putters. If I make all five, I move back a foot. If I make three out of five I stay if I make less than three out of five I move forward a foot because it just drills in just a lot of repetitions and it helps me move to where I'm working on where I'm bad at if that is but, if,
1: if that is the question of like hey I have a hard time putting for an hour like I get bored what can I do sure that's fine like yeah. here here's some games that you can do that, that help you get through that hour but if your question is I need to get better at putting what do I need to do that that's Pot. I agree with what you're saying. Of like, if if that's what yeah. you're struggling with, of where you putt well, for ten I minutes, think, I and think you're drills, like, but again, do you ever get bored of shooting a basketball? That's my point. Well, I think drills. I think you are have to trick your like, mind. I think you have to trick your mind in
0: basketball. In basketball, though, if I didn't have drills, and I was let's say my my favorite shot was the corner three, right? I was awful at top of the key three because I never shot it. Yeah. In a game, I was never in that position, and so my drills never really use that but in basketball if if i came into the gym and i'm just shooting just to have fun i'm gonna have the most fun when i'm making making shots so it'd be very well, again we're not getting into a rhythm and just stand in the corner i would also so say drills that... made sure that i would like but hit every spot that i'm a shoot I, I would say that an
2: interesting thing is that a reason why if you're using the basketball example i think a reason why basketball for me is more interesting than putting practice is because you make less shots if you're practicing 25 footers, a very important putt, and you're in a low pressure, you're in your basement putting, you're going to make probably 85, 90% of them. And it can get repetitive very quickly. Whereas in basketball, I, I bet it gets boring for Steph Curry to well, be out there just making 10 out of 12 threes well, every I think time. Basketball is more exciting. Well, free miss. throws would be basketball, the best. For me,
0: I have to go rebound.
2: Yeah, free throws would be the more the best example because you're going to make the most the,
0: the key for me of why i could go right now and shoot for an hour and a half and have a blast basketball because you have
2: to rebound for yourself
0: i couldn't go putt for an hour and a half right now and have a blast no. i could not do it but it's because putting i would have 10 putters putt 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 yeah, walk in so grab them walk repetitive. back putt, putt, whereas basketball i shoot i have to go get it i have to dribble back to my spot most okay. of the time i'm not just standing there shooting i'm like doing something to have fun well, this like is mimicking like you can, a game situation. You cut into a shot. I think this is yeah, an argument so much between more like amateur
1: shooting. I think there's a, a, an argument versus amateur and amateur versus pro and pro because pro basketball players, when they practice shooting, they are not getting their own rebounds. They are standing Correct. in one spot. They're just shooting. standing there, and, sh- and so do you think they find that boring? If I was in
0: Steph, if I was well, I think it depends do. on how much they love it. Because if I was in Steph Curry's shoes and you told me, well, I, have I think to go it's stand- different. If I have to go stand and they pass, I'm gonna have someone passing me a ball, I'm never gonna have to move. I'm just shooting for an hour straight. Yes, I would be very bored, get bored. Well, be I very think, bored. I think
1: I think it yeah. I think that's where the, there is that switch that's different, right? Because if you're a professional, you're thinking like I shot 30% from or 27% from behind the line uh, last game. I need to get better next game. Like you're putting in the work yeah. to do that versus if you're just doing it as an amateur, as a casual. What's Very the driving. point? As soon as you get bored, yeah. you're going to be like, all right, I'm done. There's no,
2: there's no driving exactly. factor. Yeah. yeah. If, I was, if I was deciding, if I right now decided I'm going to play disc golf on tour next year, yes, it would be it would not so be much boring. easier for me to go down there and throw 500 putts. No, that's
0: Correct. why in college I practiced putted a lot because I had something to practice for.
2: Correct.
1: I think yeah.
0: that's, that's huge I think too. That's, too, that's, like, why, that's huge. Yeah. If,
1: you, if you ask me a question, how do I get better at putting? I guess the question I would have to ask you first is, what is your what is your reasoning to get better at putting? Because if your reasoning yeah, I mean, if it's just to is your buddies, correct, it's gonna be, tough. It's gonna be real that tough. That's the like,
2: ultimate golf trap.
1: Yeah, that is that is that is it at the end. Because like
2: day. that's the same. It's the same thing with short game in golf. Uh, you are not going to have a ton of motivation to skip the driving range, go up onto the putting green, and hit three foot putts for an hour if you're mm-hmm. just playing casual rounds with your buddies. No, yeah. but it's Never. how you're gonna it's how you're gonna shave like five or six strokes off of your
0: Heck, game. I had the bet to break a hundred and I don't think I practiced my short game for more than 20 minutes. <laughs> exactly. A so it's, it's the
2: trap of golfing where it is, it's just not fun to practice that thing. But if you actually want to be good at it, it's very clear. Like if somebody, if I had to like bet money on somebody's putting getting better and they asked me what to do, I would say put a thousand times every single day. Like that's how you're going. Well, scientifically in, in your muscles golf, are going to get better at putting
0: in disc golf. If you do that, the pressure of ten footers is going to go away a lot easier. Too. Oh, sure, yeah. Because if I'm putting a thousand times a day, then a I'm to step more. up to a ten footer, and my muscle memory is going to take over. No matter how much I'm nervous, I'm still going to have that muscle memory. Yeah, so I, it, so yeah, I didn't. Yeah, so you know, yips more. and stuff, but it's going to be way easier than like our current situation where I haven't practiced putted in five months, probably. Like truly practice, well, it's putted, just like, practice it's putted, just and like, I step up to a ten footer with pressure. Yeah, it, you bet your bottom dollar, I'm scared.
2: It, it's just like if you make your first like four 10 footers of the round. Oh, then you're golden. You're the next, the next one is going to look very easy to make. Whereas that first hole, you have a 10 footer for birdie. You're shaking. Yeah. You're like, you're like, I haven't, I haven't even like, and if
0: you're saying you're not, you're either a very good putter. or You're lying to yourself.
2: <laughs> that's, that's just that. Yeah. That's the nature of the game. Repetition.
0: It's boring. It is boring. Very boring.
1: Did you guys have anything else? Or do you want me to grab some of these, uh, comments for, I from Twitter two
0: or three from Twitter? And then, uh, Wrap it up here. I guys gotta head out in a little bit.
1: Okay, I'll grab a couple of I mean, these things.
0: We gotta get a few. We gotta Twitter. do like
2: a we gotta do like a foundation like off season putting challenge or something, and have like people able to join and like show. Oh heck yeah! Stuff. Just like spreadsheet it so like we yes. do like a certain amount of putts per week, and then like watch people like on have a leaderboard.
1: Yes. So get, Is there a way of doing that be, to like, where um, it'd be like easy to?
2: Yeah, I mean you. Figure it out. Because
1: I absolutely love. Have you, have you guys been seeing this bike journey thing I'm doing? Did you oh, guys hear I've about that? It, yeah, where I'm biking from uh Dallas, Texas to New York uh,
0: on on Peloton. Okay. okay. Yeah, so it's like this. <laughs> I don't know
1: if you guys can. Can you guys see me? Because I can't see you. Can you see me? No. Oh, okay. Well, well
3: so I'm I'm showing I the people. Describe
1: it. Okay, I'm showing the people a map and you can, there's like a little guy and that's where I'm starting. And then you can see where my bike is. So right now I How am far down the road. That? Are you, I am 75 miles out,
0: like okay. away from what Dallas, 14,925 to go. <laughs> uh, 1500. Oh, that was off. huh? Nice hey, I had the
1: right I numbers. I, 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 thought four, I, I, I thought you said 1,400. I thought you said 1,400. You're pretty close.
0: I said fourteen thousand.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. 1,400, 1400 more miles. This, this will get obviously a lot better once I start doing like 90-minute classes because right now I'm doing pretty much 45. So I'm going roughly yeah. like 15, 18 miles every class. And I do like three classes right now, which I'm going to ramp up to five. So it will it will drastically get faster as I go along and get better in shape, but that's a fun thing. If we could do something like that, of where it's like it's like a tracking device, but I guess if we want to do a competition, that could kind of be cool too. Of do we want it, How do we want to do it? Do we want to do it like like everyone gets thirty like you? Everyone gets thirty putts from thirty feet, and you mark how down how many do the you make.
0: Disc um, putting game. Yeah, don't they could, have a putting game we in could use the UDIS putting game and just track people's scores. And then like, you're just trying to get, reach a certain score. Putting practice.
1: Can we like get into like a
0: start practice? Yeah. So you just do one cycle of the UDIS putting practice. But can you we get five into... from 11, 22, 33, 44, 55, 66.
1: But can we do that? Like as a team, like, is there a way of us like doing a group? Or do we just do that and then you input it into a spreadsheet? I think
0: you'd have to. I think you'd have to input it into like a Google Doc. Yeah, or we something. could put it into a Google Doc. That'd be that'd experience. be
1: cool. That'd be fun thing to do this offseason. Get people out there putting. Get everyone a little bit better putting. Maybe.
2: Yeah, maybe maybe what we do is we like try and hit a certain number of total putts, and then we like donate that amount to charity. That'd be cool. Total putts. Yeah, we have like well, we might be total talking a hundred
0: thousand dollars. No, I am talking about total <laughs> total putts made.
2: Obviously, we would cap it at a number that we feel comfortable with, but like that way we could get that would get helpful.
0: <laughs> like we, we're gonna get we get five thousand people in here; they all put twenty times. We have well, a hundred thousand dollars.
2: Getting a thousand people or five thousand people into a putting league would be the most absurd thing ever. That's not. It'd be so fun we though. hundred. We
0: might get a hundred people. You never know hundred people. all make a thousand. I'm going I'm to workshop As that this putting seems very reasonable. I'm going to workshop I, the putting. I'm league. all for philanthropy, but not when it's going to cripple us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm to workshop the putting today and
2: I, and we'll, we'll figure something out.
0: All right. I'm going to
1: ask, I got a couple t- tweets here. We're going to go through real quick. Um, why doesn't Merrill or some other shoe company make a disc golf shoe? What holds back the sport not from profitable. breaking into those markets? <laughs> I think,
0: problem. I think that what's going to end up happening is the Bushnell model where you just take a shoe that's trail running shoe. Cause that's all you need in disc golf. Yes. And you just, you don't even, you can keep it on your site too. You as, just slap as like, a name on it. You have the Adidas Terex GT4 or whatever. And then you have the Adidas Terex disc golf and they have the same shoe, but one just, it says disc golf. Yeah. And we, then you just like come up with a little marketing play of like the flex of the shoe. I don't think people firm. understand
2: the scale of like a shoe manufacturer like Adidas or Merrill, even like a trail more niche company, like they don't even understand the scale of the sales they do versus like what they would do for just a like disc golf. But I I show. do think it's It'd be shockingly low.
0: I think it's something where like
1: I think
2: the
0: Bushnell models very only little way. effort. Yeah, I think, I think that's think it's, yeah, the only very way. Very little effort, very little money, make it and sound make like a lot. No, Make correct. it sound like a disc golf. I agree, but making thing. making a new shoe pointless. Well, it's also pointless because like. What's wrong with a trail running shoe? Yes, this, well, we no, know. Hunter. Even Hunter. <laughs> even something, on something to- we don't know.
1: Even more on top of that is what's wrong with a running shoe because Calvin wears running shoes. What's wrong with Vans? Well, the, Drew wears the, Vans. What's wrong with
0: the bottom grip? Is it? No, no. Like if you play a muddy course in Virginia, you're going to want to trail. Never has
1: shoes. bothered Calvin. I've talked to him. He's never had. He's never had. It is a- true. I have
0: slipped and fallen multiple times wearing. Adi-
1: You've also fall. slipped and fallen over your own feet. Like that's not a good example. My my, 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 I mean, my well, point I is, is like too they're,
2: many they're shoes. There isn't a used. big enough advantage. Correct. Yeah, Correct. There isn't, a, there isn't like one shoe that stands above
0: all. No, but there the definitely, we style. can all agree there's definitely no need for a built specific Correct. disc golf shoe. There's, there's, shoe
1: there's shoe. too many shoes that, and I mean, tennis, there's too many shoes that already there's work. There's
2: probably a lot of sports where that's the case, but there's enough of a market there
0: <sighs> that it makes sense.
1: No, but like football I, cleats are way different than soccer cleats.
0: Tennis, tennis is a good example. You could you can play tennis and have a good time. Right. You cannot right. play tennis in running number shoes. Of shoes. You can, no, I'd do it. Not at That's a high nice level.
1: No, I guess again this this is where our point goes at a low level versus a high level, you could. What
0: what's, that, what's that, the difference between tennis shoes and running shoes?
1: Tennis shoes are designed for, to go for tennis. Tennis shoes are designed to go left and right. Running shoes are designed to go okay, forward. Okay. So, so when you go,
2: shoe, could you use a basketball shoe for tennis? A certain basketball shoe at a high level, could you play tennis? You, in? I bet
0: you. Could. To uh, I bet you, have, you could.
1: I bet you could. But I, I think people at that high level are going to go for the lighter shoe. Like basketball shoes are a little heavier.
0: Very light. They make Adidas basketball shoes. I had like, wait, Kobe's like that I mean felt like I was just wearing socks.
1: My
2: you, point is,
0: Brody. That, yeah, no, no.
1: I agree. There, I agree. There are, there of are, course, of yeah, course, tennis like
2: can make a shoe that's customized for it, but there's I agree. a market too. There's enough tennis players that it makes to sense. like, cause there might be. There's also
1: a, clay courts. In, clay courts are probably a little bit different than right. basketball courts. Like in there's. In 50 years. I agree. In I agree. 50
2: years, there might be a disc golf shoe that were like, yeah, you could use a trail running shoe, but the disc golf shoe, like, Correct. why would you not pick it? But it's going to happen because the market is there before anything else. No,
1: you're right. You're right. That makes sense. Um
0: okay, I why golf shoe with like sideways tread. <laughs> like on the side. <laughs> the
2: directional tread, that's what the idiots did. No,
0: no, the the, like the balls of my feet instead of way. facing tread forward it faces this way. So that while I'm running up, I got I got the tread working in my favor. <laughs> okay, there
1: why why don't forehand frisbee drives look anything like an MLB pitch? Because pitchers are not allowed a moving start. You would think they of anyone would have mastered forehand throwing mechanics. Um it's,
2: I w- well,
0: it's a lot more like I Are feel you like saying the, like guys
2: that throw submarine and like sidearm, I guess is what he's saying.
0: Because like a crow hop would be the best example of a run in to a throw, right? Like I would you're, I you're would, you're would say generate way more power I up top. I would say more like shortstop to
1: first base. Like shortstop for first base, like well, where they sidearm it like that. That's a very the, the, similar movement to a forehand and, and disc.
2: That's the closest you're going to get because most, like a pitcher, is not throwing a wrist heavy throw. Now, if they're throwing a curveball, they're going to snap their wrist down to get curved, but a disc is completely dependent on you getting the snap of your wrist down. Whereas a baseball, that ball is going to roll off of your finger. So you could completely arm it and it's still going to spin at a decent rate. Obviously, there is wrist involved to be a good pitcher, but. A disc. If you just try and arm it, like if I threw a disc, I played baseball. If I throw a disc the same way I threw a baseball and didn't think about my wrist at all, that thing is going to wobble all over the place. So that's like the big difference. Is like if you take a baseball, well, isn't and that just a,
1: isn't that just a power more like, powerful motion? The over overhand. It's the same thing in football. Like the over over the shorter throw is more powerful than. Yeah, like, you have try more to try to like it. try to sidearm a football, like see how far you can throw that. That's yeah, not going yeah, anywhere.
0: yeah, over, yeah, overhand is well. Much the more. the biggest thing I think is again you get more air under it. But like if you see, uh,
2: there's actually been baseball pitchers that have played disc golf. Dylan Cease is one of them, and there was like a reliever for the Reds a few years ago, and he was throwing these huge sidearms, and he I believe threw sidearm pitches as well, and you could tell he had a ton of power behind it, but his spin, his rotation wasn't that great. Because you're not used to flicking your wrist. You need more
0: pine time. tar, dude. Pine mm, tar, more pine hard. tar. All right. Um, flight number. Yeah, oh. I think
2: there's just differences.
1: Flight numbers have always always seem inconsistent between different discs or even manufacturers. Discs also have different characteristics so, based thanks. off of arm speed. Will we ever see a standardization for a flight number based off a certain arm speed? Are there other solutions? I think this would be the next breakthrough in disc golf manufacturing is if someone did go out yeah. and spend the money to say, hey, if you throw this fast, this is what the disc is going to do. If you throw this fast, this is what the disc is going to do. I think that would be a big breakthrough in manufacturing. I think that's what
0: the PDGA needs to be
2: doing. The PGA, no, 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 no. They the PDGA don't need it. would buy. No, no, no. I think what? it should be stand I think Yeah, be well the PDJ
0: understand- is getting discs sent to them to approve for PDJ play, right?
2: It, make it, need, and it, it makes the most sense for when they the get system. that in
0: to have the system and assign flight numbers back to the manufacturers. So and this is what your flight obviously is. Obviously,
2: that needs to be done on an exact scale if it's going to be done. Correct. So they would I'm fine with that. Also, I thought if you if I, were saying
1: that the PDJ was the one that needed to tell no, you not how, opinion, the, not how, their how the flights were going to fly based off of arm speed. I feel like no, that's a manufacturer's no, no, I'm just saying. If flight numbers
2: are ever going to be relied upon, there needs
0: to be a robot that shoots the disc at
2: the exact speed and angles.
0: Or even a wind tunnel, then you can figure out the the specifics. Like well, in any case, the, something. the
2: angle of the disc and the speed of the disc and the spin of the disc needs to be known so that we can get exact Normal. guarantees on yeah. how a disc flies. Well, yeah,
0: whether it's regardless, the problem it. that's happening right now is Innova has a system, Discraft has a system, Latitude has a system, Prodigy has a system, Discmania has a system, and so an 8-speed for Discraft is a 7-speed for Innova, which is a 9-speed for... It, I mean that's why flight numbers, flight can't numbers be are,
2: are a loose, loose, loose guideline. And my rule of thumb is like if you're looking for an overstable disc, buy something on the overstable, overstable side of things, flight number wise, and then just you're gonna have to see how it flies. Yeah, just
0: use them as a very loose roadmap. Yeah,
2: like I would never, but never ever use them as if they're. It's going like
0: getting to be on like a perfect. highway and you know you're headed east or west, right? But like just don't trust it to get you to the beach because you're driving east. Exactly. You just know you're going to kind of, you're going to eventually hit the ocean. I felt you like, you gonna like you were going to do like, I thought you were going to
1: do like a movie quote there. Cause that sounded very familiar to me, but then you went somewhere that I don't remember. And I was like, that's pretty good, Hunter. That's actually mm. deep. That was no, actually I was just deep. making it up. Okay. Right. I, I think that's definitely. <laughs> no. Is that from inception?
0: Marketing <laughs> tool. Is that from what?
1: Wait, say, say the beginning of what you just said again.
0: Uh, it's like if you get on the road, I don't know, man, you, like start driving east. You're I gonna think get to that's, the beach, but it might not be the one you want to I think that's
1: from Inception where um who who's the main character in Inception ah, was that. No, is you're that,
0: thinking I'm gonna find you. Is
1: that no 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 is that Matt Damon? I who's was thinking of, I was saying who's the main character no, in that? Inception is DiCaprio. Okay, it's DiCaprio's DiCaprio. wife. Where she's sitting on the yeah. back, she's sitting on the windowsill. Oh, and we're saying like, we're
2: going to it. We're going on a train. We're getting on yes. a train. and we you don't know, don't where we're know. Going, but we know we'll get there. Yes,
1: that's what I thought. Yeah. I thought that's what I thought that's Hunter was true. doing. That's thought... flight numbers. Okay, I thought Hunter that's, was. Doing I get that. it. I get it. Okay, that Trevor's was a good with me. <laughs> Trevor's that's when one. you the way yeah. you said it. I think Hunter like the the pacing that you said I've it was just like that was just like the way she said it. So I was like, ooh, okay. So
0: you're you're saying I should be an actor? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Why not? Okay, I got two more. We'll end it on the last one. I think will be a good discussion. This one would be real quick. Obviously, I've had a lot of people ask me about this, so I'll just put this to bed. Uh, they want to know, um, knowing about how successful Good Good became, would you stick with it or stay with your decision and start disc golf if you were giving a time machine? So the whole situation with Bro5 and whatnot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this, guy, this guy just wants to have a victory lap right now.
1: No, No, that's fine. Um, the, the whole, <laughs> the whole situation with bro five is like that, that model was going to be very successful. Like if we would have, if I would have been okay with what was happening in bro five, it would have been a very successful model, but I just don't think down the road it had And like, obviously what's going on with good, good. I'm not super surprised. It's the same stuff that we dealt with bro five. My whole thing is like, when you have a group. So, perfect example is like Dude Perfect, for example. Their group has all bought into their group and they're all about their group. They always do the group and that's it. That's a much easier thing for everyone to get on and like go long term than having everyone do their own separate things. And I think that's where it gets tricky with Bro Five, with Good Good, and all that stuff. So,
0: the only the only group that's done it is Sidemen, right? They've done it like successfully. Where they I, all but have I think with Simon, so they Sidemen all had
1: a, were successful they individually, had a rough patch. and then they came together. Yes, and they did have a rough patch. You're right. Go ahead, Trevor. They, you they probably know when more they than weren't.
2: Me. Where they weren't. They had a patch where they weren't really collabing on. They started the Sidemen channel, and then kind of left it in the dust for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just recently that they've realized that buying it. I think their individual channels. A lot of them were kind of like losing identity, losing traction. Cause they originally all started in FIFA and that's lost a lot of views. Um, and so I think now they've just realized that, Oh, if we come together, the money is there and that's where it's happened. So they have bought in now, but they, like KSI
0: is they, huge
2: yeah, with or without side. They, they took, a, they took a bit of, um, aging but, and maturing to get to that point. Yeah.
1: But I also think they all were big individually before. So I think that has a huge impact of where like they, they didn't grow into something
0: versus like like if we were, if Trevor and I were to start a disc golf channel now and as foundation grew our personal channels grew and then we were trying to push our personal channels and then like correct basically that's that's where it gets
1: that's where it gets kind of tricky is like if both of you were like hey we want to start our own personal channels and do that and that's where like I you know on the business side of things that's where like for me. It's, it's it's definitely in a difficult state because obviously I have my individual channel. It doesn't make any sense to like, let that just go to the wayside because that is yeah. something that we can use to promote foundation, to promote drops, to whatever. But at the same token, it's it's that's where it is tricky, the situation I'm in of like, okay, when do I do stuff individually? When do I do stuff with foundation? And that's yeah. where I think, especially once I... Retire from disc golf and I'm no longer playing professional disc golf, then I can do a career path change of where like everything is sole focus on foundation versus right now I'm still having to be like, well, I need to go out and promote for these sponsors and I need to go practice this and do all that. So that's, that's where our situation is tricky. But imagine if you were in my situation, Hunter and Trevor, you were in my situation and all three of us now, we're all dealing with that. Like you guys have to deal with my crap, I don't have to deal with your crap, and I think that makes (laughs) it a lot easier. So, um, there's that. All right, last one. This is. Did you guys see Andrew Fish's rant on Twitter? Yes. Okay. I saw it. Let's let's finish with that because someone just mentioned that to me, so I had to look it up and saw it, and it is incredible. And I don't know, Trevor. Yeah, I think you should read it, Hunter. And then Trevor, I don't know if you want to, because I think his rant kind of opens the door to potentially what me, you and, sh- and Hunter were talking about for a potential switch in debate night. I don't know if you want to like give in the, um, if you want to give any hints away or any kind of like what could oh, potentially they, like, be coming.
2: You think I should give, you think I should give the, uh...
0: get a little feedback.
2: That's
1: what Let I'm saying. You you, this, you, this is a good okay. one. This is a good, I think there's a good way of like saying like, Hey, is this something that you guys would like to see maybe debate night sh- switch to? because I think this I think his rant kind of opens the door a little bit. So go ahead, Hunter.
0: Now, uh, there's some words in here that I don't know how to pronounce and there's other words that I choose to keep out of my vocabulary. So just keep That's that. That's fine. In you can do a little bleep. It's come to my Yeah, it's come to my attention that some people online don't like me. This is directly compromising my marketability. So, I've decided that for 2023, I'm going to kowtow to popular demands and become a boring a professional athlete. Here's what you can expect. I'll take 75% less time to compose social media posts. They'll be riddled with spelling, grammatical, and factual errors. They will lack a narrative thread. I'll address any blowback or negative responses with, that's not what I meant, or it was a joke. I'll post about whatever current sporting event is going on with an otherwise contextless commentary that will be obsolete nearly instantly. What a huge play, or gotta go for two there. Really establishing myself as a sports fan, an athletic supporter. I'll take more pictures of food, but not good food. I'm on that Arby's diet. Deluxe beef and cheese, curly fries, large Jamocha shake. I'll refer to it as fuel and then at them over and over again about the one-off disc designs and USDGC gags because I'm just so thirsty. Every time I pass workout equipment, I'll take a photo of it and caption it. The grind is on. Every time I pass a mirror, I'll dump water on my head, take a selfie and caption it grinding. The only gains I really care about, though, are like are those comments and likes. Actually, let's get vaguer on the photo post. I'll take photos of landscapes, cars, dogs, flowers, whatever. I'll rotate through five variations of it's a vibe caption. Y'all, fish just gets it. It is a vibe. Any photos (laughs) of me going to have sparkles. Run that S through a dozen filters. Any money in disc golf is better than no money in disc golf. I will milk that for all it's worth by endorsing collaborations with oppressive regimes and employing sweatshops to create my apparel for sale at immense profit. So that's it. No more challenging existing structures or procedures, no more critical thinking by writers or readers. If any of my future posts make you think at all beyond their surface, I insist that you report the post, block me, and encourage others to call me a dummy. A. There's only one op- one right option and that's the one we're all going to get on board with. Let's just go let's just go along to get along. Float with the tide, agree to agree nuances for suckers context doesn't matter things are exactly one way anyone can be an expert and if you don't like the way an institution functions remember that the best course of action is to shrug mumble ah well what can you do and go back to coasting and so i resolve for 2023 to be the least offens- least offensive blandest most basic presence of social media and when in doubt office gif now i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say someone hurt him what i was gonna
1: say what what kind what could of cause, possibly because i started got started that. I got a. I got from. I mean, I don't follow him
2: on Twitter. Fish like, but I let him get to you like that.
1: I was gonna say I don't follow him on Twitter, but I definitely have seen some of his tweets that like I've either been mentioned in or other people have tagged me in. If you
2: are gonna be the controversial Twitter guy, like you can't let him get to you like that. They then you then they win.
1: Yeah, didn't he? Didn't he he always come off as like he didn't really care about social media, and and he was just like
2: sounds like he cares. It sounds I mean, here. I obviously I get his narrative, which is like some of this stuff is really. funny. some of this stuff is if, really. Yeah, it, very, it was I'll a very say, funny, very funny thread. That. Um, and here's the thing. Uh, obviously you can say whatever you want on Twitter. Like you know, it, I get what he's saying is that people he makes takes on Twitter that people disagree with because he does say polarizing things on Twitter a lot of times, and he's basically saying, "Fine, I'll just regurgitate." And mentions a lot of things that probably other professional disc golfers do. <laughs> Slightly hurtful, I guess. But uh like I, I'm I, I don't
1: he, I think he's but, basically Do you think he was going after disc golf professionals or is he going after oh, other yeah. sports? Oh. Professionals. No, definitely disc golf uh, professionals.
0: Yeah. Definitely the, disc golf, professionals. definitely disc golf. Here's golf what I think he's saying is basically, Brody, you've said basically what the essence of his tweet was saying multiple times, where your brand and your revenue and everything is big enough not sorry, your influence and everything's big enough that what you say on social media doesn't directly affect your bottom line, right? Like if you go out, you can have opinions on stuff and it's not going to hurt you because it's okay. Like if you have, if you take a little bit of a hit, it's okay. Whereas other disc golfers that are trying to grow their social media, maybe they haven't monetized YouTube or social media or anything yet. And they're trying to grow their fan base. They have to tiptoe around subjects, right? Which creates a very bland, You know, copy paste personality where their personality can't come through because they're worried about revenue or their tour series disc not selling or whatever, Mm -hmm. which is a weird line because like basically what Fish is saying is like,
1: yeah, because I just just,
0: he's hurt his marketability, quote unquote. But in doing so, he's probably, in my opinion, I got to be honest, what hurts his
2: marketability the most is that he's not that good at disc golf.
0: Fair. I think it's better though to be someone who is authentically you yes. and you might have a smaller fan base but that smaller fan base is way bigger fans of you yeah. than if you are just this like beige version of yourself and now you have a way bigger I, fan base but those fan bases don't know you and so they're not like I feel like personally that fish on Twitter and stuff the fans of him are going to be way more vocal in defending him and way more likely to support him than the fans of like your average random player that just doesn't right. ever step Andrew Fish out and is almost never
2: on tour, and I know his name. Do you know why? Because of Twitter. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah, he succeeded I, in making himself more marketable because of Twitter. And like I said, like his marketability ultimately is lower because he just doesn't A, he doesn't tour very much. I, I believe he's starting he, to
0: tour more. I believe previously last year
2: he did not play very much.
0: Previously he, he played like one tour event at all. But like he he has another job, and also like I think he's going full tour. Be interesting. Maybe this but is like, the move. Maybe this is the move. I, now
2: here's the, here's the thing. I don't know how popular he's going to be out there because there's not many disc golfers he did not hit with the shots he
0: just. But fired. there is a chance that what triggered this was possibly uh, he's sponsored by Discraft correct so maybe he like went to discraft was talking to something and they they responded and said like turn him down or something well maybe they were just like well i mean hey your twitter takes because yeah. we, we've seen austin Hannam have to backtrack probably because prodigy came to him. whatever at the time. prompted that rant because like but like i wonder if it was something where like was he was talking serious. to one of his sponsors because he has several different sponsors and they were like hey well like to be honest with you we need you to cool it on twitter a little bit you know whatever and he was like oh yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't know what prompted that, but it, somebody I respect heard the heck him. out of it. I like that Twitter thread. It's funny. Thread. What did he I say, mean, like say on said, Twitter? Like, though that's bad. He's never said. He just. He's. He just is very. You, you know where he stands on pretty much most Everything. most things.
1: Oh that's fine. Uh, I think. I mean, I think yeah, what I think. Thing. I think he's what he never did, said
0: anything that's like awful.
1: I think what he did now, obviously, if this was a whole marketing ploy in his mind of like he I'm just gonna say all this stuff to get a huge stir and now I'm gonna have more people follow me to see what I say next brilliant but now but if he's actually like being serious in the sense of like okay a couple things one a couple takeaways one wearing a mask is has to be potentially the most exhausting thing ever and And if you're not, especially on social media, if you're having to put on a face and be someone different all the time, you're going to A, probably mess up at one point or B, it just becomes so exhausting. So like, even if you suck and you're a terrible person and you have a terrible personality, might as well just like have an easier life in the sense of just like not having to stress over what other people think of you all the time. The other thing I would say in response is like the worst thing you can do on social media. And I've, I've been a fault to this in the past. The worst thing you can do is compare yourself to others. So if you're look, if he's looking at other people's Twitter feeds and seeing them getting way more engagement, way more followers, more, way more retweets. And he's looking at me like, what the heck? That tweet, that stupid tweet. They didn't even spell that word. Right. like, that's not even gram- grammatically. Uh, see, I can't even say the freaking word. Grammatically, <laughs> uh, that sentence correct. structure is not even correct. You know, if he's doing all that, that gets exhausting too, and that's just never a good thing. There are so many people on social media that, if you really look into it, of like, holy crap, this person has ten times as many followers as I do, and they're just shaking their butt. If if
2: yeah, well, I say if you are to Twitter so- and you. If you go to Twitter thinking that like informed opinions and Correct. quality pictures are good, like going to automatically equate to success, you're already on a losing battle. Here's
0: something I've realized
2: in you life: can't co-
0: you can't compare and, yourself and in to content others. Creation. You can't compare
2: yourself to others.
0: Here's something I've realized in life and in content creation: grammar matters far less than grammar police want to make you think it does. Yeah. Like I have never, I have read a lot of like we could random mis- articles from we barstool could misspell sports. the title of our
2: video and it would not change
0: that yeah, <laughs> i've read multiple articles in barstool sports that are probably grammatically so far incorrect but they're typed how i would like how you would speak it right, right?
3: It's almost and what relatable. ends up happening is it's, <laughs> it
0: ends up being like a relatable article about a subject and then i'll go to the comments and i'll see someone in there getting all fired up because they used the wrong form of their or something and i was like it's big j journalism bro i didn't even see it like i just read that whole article and like it didn't affect how I consumed it at all. Yeah. And like, I mean, I've had tweets where people come after me for like, I use the wrong grammar or something. I'm like, okay, but like you understood what I was saying. Right. I think
2: bottom line fish, definitely like something like, honestly, I could see the scenario. Hunter I want to talk out, to the guy, but somebody, somebody, the somebody the wound him up and like, he vented his frustration. And honestly, it was very funny. Yeah, it was really very good. funny. Like that he is, did it.
1: He did it in a, in a really well done post. So that's, I'll give him hats off to that, but I do definitely want to know like what sparked it. And then like, I think a lot of his points are really interesting to just like have a conversation about Um, on my side, like you're at the end of the day, you're just not going to be able to make everyone enjoy you. You're just not. And if your personality ends up being one where more people like than a personality over here, that's just how the cards ride. Like I, I have tried in the past, I would say to get the, I guess, like the OG disc golfers, like the, the disc golfers that have been around for a while, I have tried to get them to come around the liking me. And that's just a lose battle. Like I, there's nothing I can do uh, to, to get some people to like me. And so you just come to the point of where it's like, I'm just going to continue to do what I'm doing, continue to live the life, that I'm living. And if some people just want to be upset about it and get mad at it, there's all honestly, at the end of the day, there's nothing I can do. And it sounds like he's kind of hit that crossroads, but he's at the crossroads of where he wants to get the majority of disc golfers to like him. And he might just, his personality just might be one that it doesn't line up that way. Like Simon, Simon has that personality where like the majority of disc golfers just flood to him and just love Simon. It is what it is. There's nothing you can do about it.
0: It is what it is. Unless you
1: want to put a mask on and then it gets very tiring. And
0: yeah,
2: tell me, man,
1: but Trevor, do you want to give a little, I've been a great putter this
2: whole time. Uh, well, there's not that much to insight to, uh, like a little, a little, like I tweeted the concept. That's about as far as we gotten.
1: Well, we can talk. We can we can talk a little oh, bit about it. We can workshop. We can workshop it a little bit right. and and see Here's, what people let think. Let me pitch
0: my idea. Mm-hmm. Let me pitch my idea of how. So, Trevor's tweet was essentially what's the pod, What's the show called? Uh, Around, Around the, horn. the Horn. Trevor's tweet Great essentially show. is like about how if you haven't seen Around the Horn, essentially what happens is there's a host. There's typically like four guests. They have a topic. They have time to speak on the topic. They get points awarded based on how well they present their argument for the topic. The host has a mute button, which I think is crucial. To mute different people, if I mean,
2: it, I can't. I'm already getting like power hungry with you. The if idea they need to mute you.
0: Uh, and so that's <laughs> and that's not essentially any the show. Across. That's essentially the show, right? Is you get you present a topic. If you do a good job, you get points. If you don't do, if you do a bad job, you lose points. And there's a mute button if you go over. Uh, and then at the end, there's a winner of the show who has the most points. People get eliminated throughout. That's See, the I don't the horn if you've never seen it.
1: Yeah, I don't think we so, go that route. I don't think we go the points route because I don't think that really makes sense
2: in a podcast format. Um, it's gonna have points for sure
0: well it can be like it can be like whose lines anyways where the points are made up and they they don't exactly matter but points the, are fun the points, well, are made, the, the points are made up in the show
2: i know it's but i think the, the
1: reason opinion. i think a lot of the reason yeah. they have like the mute button and all that stuff obviously it's interesting watching but i think a the lot of that has important. to but i think a lot of that has to do with the time like they, they, the
0: show yes. has to be a certain amount of time where well i'd like I'd like my show to be that way too. I think the mute button's important because it allow it makes sure people can get their thought across because right. like, if I'm disagreeing, like if you're disagreeing with me, Brody, yeah, it right. is very hard for me to sit there and not interject when I, when you say something that I'm like, that's not how I actually think you're, you're putting words in my mouth. When I, really for the show's sake, what needs to happen is if I do that, I get muted, quote unquote, lose points and you get to explain your point, And then it comes back to me and then I get to counter argue. I guess it would that's be the whole idea of the show. My guess, idea for how, go ahead.
1: Oh, I was just saying, I, I guess. See, I, I, muted. Well, again, I can't see you. So it's impossible for me <laughs> to be able to tell when you're done talking. I'm just going off of when you finish a sentence. Um, I guess it, it would be different if we had the same crew, right? Because yeah. me, you, Trevor, if we're all sitting in studio doing bogey bro banter, as we get better at podcasts, we get better at not cutting each other off because- As a listener, that is the last thing you want to hear is people cutting each other off. So I think if you have the same crew, you can get better chemistry and work on that. If we're going to have like dark horse guests coming in, then yes, that does make sense because then there is no chemistry and you're you're going to have people wanting to cut each other off. So I am now switching my opinion back to I'm good with the points, the mute button, and giving people a certain amount of time to talk because I think that probably would be the only way of having like a good audio podcast well, having, from it.
2: Having the time limits too, it makes people like organize their points in a concise argument rather than just like going on crazy tangents.
1: Well, are you going be to give like – would you give the topics out beforehand?
2: Uh, yes. I would give them out like 48 hours in advance at least. Okay, because
1: I think that obviously um, is crucial. because is like So where people
2: can write down notes and like understand how they want to argue something. Yeah. yeah. So here's
0: my idea of how the format would work for debate night, right? Trevor is the host. We would have – the goal would be four quote-unquote analysts each week.
1: Andrew okay? Fish. Throw his name in the Brody,
0: hat. Brody is – the staple where every (laughs) week he can make it. He's one of one of the four, right? I'm the substitute. Meaning I either replace Brody or I'm the first choice if we can't fill the other three, but the goal is to get Brody and then three other personalities every week. I
2: think what I'm going to do, honestly, I think I've decided this in like the last two minutes is that I'm going to actually do auditions. Like I'm going to have people, I'm going to, if I'm going to have people that are interested message me and then i will send them something and like have them put together like a 30 minute segment as if they were like arguing it and just that way i can just figure out who good personalities 30 minutes can i no no 30 30 seconds can
1: i throw out some ideas of people and obviously if you're listening tweet us who you think would be good if you're watching on youtube leave us some comments brian Earhart.
2: yeah brian Earhart would be very hard to beat (laughs) he'd be good
1: would be very what
2: He would be very good at it. Like, he would win a lot. Yes.
1: He would be very good.
2: Um, I think uh, Deion Arlen from Stat Mando would be very good.
0: Deion Sanders.
2: Yeah, and him. But, like, the guys with the statistics, like, they would would be very good. They'd crush
0: me. I'd be like, no, but that doesn't feel right. (laughs) Uh, I don't know.
1: The statistics would be an interesting one because.
2: Numbers don't lie.
1: Yeah, but, like. (sighs) Truth relative. No, I'm just saying like how many, <laughs> how, how, no, I'm, I'm saying more like how, like statistics are obviously great to have. Like if we had someone that you could reach out to and say, Hey, I want a stat on this and this and this, but like how many big, well, he's
2: a well-spoken guy too. Yeah, like, correct. I think, I think that's, yeah. that's,
1: that's why, I, that's I what, what I'm his, saying is I his, think you have to have like the personality. Cause like,
2: Oh, I most would these no, shows don't have what I would go yeah, I would go for personality before – I mean, around the horn, their cast members have always been um, – like, Woody Page was a sports journalist, and he was, like, the goat of that Correct. show. Correct. It's a lot of people that are very eloquent and can speak well. Like, that's – ultimately, that's what's going to get you points in that show is Charlie how would be well good you too. present your argument. Yeah, Charlie Eisenhood would be good, but it's not Jamie al- Thomas wouldn't be bad. It's not always just is your argument good? It's how well do you present it and to where it's going to convince me and people listen. Well,
1: that's where I'm going to um, lose every time is I miss I just cannot I can't I have so much up here. Have have,
0: you're you're going to have to have Trump argument. You're the shock, right? you're you're to, the shock factor. <laughs> I have so
1: much going on up here, but it's just so hard for me to articulate in a way that makes sense. I'm
2: going to yeah, I'm going to try and get, see if like if I can get enough because the thing is like it's going to be because there's gonna be s- potentially so many personalities it would be very difficult to coordinate and maybe it even comes down to a thing where it's a once a month show or something but like i'm gonna have to see first thing first i'm gonna have to see if i can find enough people that can do it are good enough and their schedules
0: make sense it would be great to have like a list of like 10 to 15 right i want a lot rotate. of people to where i can rotate them yeah well i mean that's I mean, what silas, i think silas has to be one I think, oh, oh, gosh, because you got to give that man 48 hours with a topic and just see the argument he comes up with. That's true. I think, very
1: funny. I think Trevor, if, you, in, if we do end up having, let's say, a list of like 15 people that are like, I'm interested. I would love to do it if I can make it happen. I think we could make that a weekly show because I think from that
0: 15. Yeah, if, we had
2: enough, if we had 15 people, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we had 15, like that's realistic. we would be able to pull. Because, the uh,
0: commentator, he'd probably be good. He would, yeah. Because, really,
1: all we really need is two people, right? Like, because me, Hunter, and then two well, other people, we got a show. But,
2: well, yes, per week. Correct. Yes, per week. I'm just saying, like, I, if we only have that many total. No, no, no. no, no I'm he's saying, he's saying per I'm week. saying
1: we only need two yeah. out of the fifth. If we have a list of 15, we realistically, right. only, ideally, we get maybe three. But we really could do a show. Really me too. We we honestly could right. do a show. Worst case scenario with one and have it me Hunter Silas and, and some dark horse. No, person. Me, me,
0: yeah, me Brody uh, Silas, Silas Connor, and, then, and then a, a, and a dark horse person. yeah, I, that would be like a if because like ideally it would be Brody and or I if Brody can't make it that week and three outside people.
1: Yeah, because if you if you if we had a thing if we had a topic where, I don't even know, whatever disc golf topic, and it was me, Charlie, Brian, and Andrew Fish, let's just say, because we just brought all those three, or or throw the stat mando guy in. There's going to be, I'm going to disagree with probably almost all of them. And and some of them might agree with some of the stuff between each, uh, there's going to be a lot of different viewpoints in that situation, which I think would make it a very interesting show. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm curious to see what the fans think, what they, would they, what uh, the listeners at home, if, if that would be something that they'd be interested in this show kind of transforming Hibiting into. Because
2: into. Yeah, honestly, the real skill of that show when you're on is not when you disagree with somebody, it's when you agree with somebody and you still need to bring more to the table to get points. <laughs> that's, yes. that's when it's the hardest. Yeah. All right.
0: Well, there you go. Comment down below. Let us know what you think of that. If de- of debate night turned into that, actually getting back to the roots of why it's called debate night a little bit. Let us know what you think of that idea. Um, you know, regardless, I think we at least try to get Trevor on a little bit more because conversation's way easier with three people. than Wow. Thanks, man. No offense, yeah, man. Well, pretty, I, I, that's it's, pretty mean. The, the show that's flowed better. I think that everyone can agree. Mean, man. I think everyone can agree that don't the flow. Should- I don't usually watch it. Well, I think just having a third opinion just instantly makes it. My retainer fee is stupid high, though. Uh, we'll cover it. We'll figure it out. I need to
1: get on the banter, too. I need to get on the banter, because some you of these the some of these things that you guys are saying are just absolutely outrageous, and there needs to be a hammer that just lays down the law, because <laughs> you, sometimes you guys just get away with bloody murder.
0: <laughs> All right. That's the next thing on our list, is we get Brody on the banter. If you haven't watched the banter, you're missing out, uh, and Brody's going to be on it apparently soon, so. There it is. We'll talk to you same time, same place next week.